Welcome to another episode of the Coffee Roaster Warm Obsessions podcast. My name is Mark Kotrovsky. This is Sergi Kotrovsky. <laughs> yes, we're you know, doing intros. Now. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's I, I just thought about it in the spur of the moment. I'm like, maybe some people don't know that we're we're actually just brothers who host That's a true. podcast. Because realistically speaking, like there's probably new listeners jumping on You're regularly. Right. And yeah. they're like, Cool, what are these two guys? Yeah. Like they have little to no back like the the people who have been here since 2020 yeah and i don't know even before maybe mm-hmm. who caught up caught us to caught on to us on social yeah. uh they they might know a lot of these nuances but you know if you just jumped on welcome to listening to the mirror copier storm sessions podcast um and the you know these are some things that we don't all oftentimes like somebody just put some commented is like, man, I'm just, just getting into coffee and I want to, I'm working to start my own coffee roasting company. Thank you so much for this information. I'm binging all your podcasts. And I'm like, guys never heard of us at all. Yeah. You know, so makes sense. Yeah. So I don't I mean, know why that turned time. into a whole yeah. rant about this no, fierce no, no, like, no. intro. That's, <laughs> that, that's great. Um, you know? Does that also mean that it is, do time to do a few episodes just about us as individuals i think that's like a fair. bio like i a think i think biopic yeah i mean that might be interesting might, yeah it might be interesting like a story time podcast yeah. but also i think i think um we don't we didn't talk about we don't talk about this on the podcast very often um but we're gearing up for a new launch of yes. a kind of a revamp of our mere brand it's like it's like an, a step closer to what we've always envisioned mirror to be from the start. Mm-hmm, it's just mm-hmm. a lot of these things take time. They take resources. They took, take money and effort. And um, over time, we've been able to build that up so that we can execute on some of these ideas and dreams. Um, and I think as we launch, which unfortunately might be postponed, might not be January 1st. Yeah, uh, yeah might be pushed back just a little bit because um, we just want to iron some things out, make sure things are looking very yep. fresh and good and um but that being said um that'll be a good episode maybe to tap into a little bit about that and yep. uh share with folks a little yep. bit about uh the heart behind that so yeah yeah i'm stoked i'm stoked to hear that there's more listeners um i mean a little or big shout out for a, a friend uh have a regular at the cafe chris and i've been having some wonderful conversations with him just behind the bar and today we were having this like deep like very almost too intimate for a public place conversation yeah about everything like politics religion and all the touchy heater of topics um yeah so we were kind of chatting um it was good and uh another guest overheard and walks up and is like so i was listening to you talk and you said you do a podcast like what's this podcast I was like, well, let me show you. Uh, whip wow. it out and get him to subscribe. Um, but I think I, th- I think that's cool. I always like forget like that our audience is growing, more people are listening, and we never yeah. really introduce ourselves. So yeah, yeah, that's a good thing. Good thing. But hopefully, I mean, um, hopefully this podcast feels like you're just you know hanging out with us in the yeah. living room, um, and hopefully without even any introductions, mm-hmm. hopefully you felt at home. Like, yeah, like you've, you've hung out with us before, you know? And, um, so sure. I also shout out to Alex, uh, Roses, I think it's the mm-hmm. last name. I ran into you at narrative and it was, I'm sorry if it was awkward. It was just so surprising to me. I wasn't yeah. expecting to 
to meet you for the first time, but, um, that was awesome to just, uh, put a face on, you know, somebody who's listened to the podcast. Um, I've listened to the brew pod, the brew crew pod podcast. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you're on there. And so, um, that was fun. Like seeing people in person that I've connected more over online. It's always fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, let's pour some very let's delicious batch. Um, this is an absolute treat friends. Um, and this goes back to our last episode, coffees, uh, coffees that uh, you should have tried in 2022, but also oh, yeah. some coffee roasting companies that we're looking forward to. Oh yeah, you're definitely right. Uh, heavily under extracted. But, you know, even heavily under extracted, it doesn't mm -hmm. taste... It's not that lip, that lip puckering, like under extraction where it's just like, you're like, it's just very hard to drink. Um, I mean, it is kind of harsh. Like, I, 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 I don't know. Sharp, sharp, not harsh. Still on the nose and in the flavor, I'm getting, it's, it's such a, such a rich sweetness that it's almost like when you when you put something really really sweet in your mouth, that it's almost like like a sour patch kids. Granny Smith you, apple. Like it's like so sweet. You're like, oh my gosh, this is overwhelming. Um, this is what. Yeah. I. I mean, we just cupped this coffee also like <clears throat> yeah. an hour ago, but very kind of like a very similar yeah. experience at least for me. Mm -hmm, it's like mm -hmm. just this rich very rich sweetness yeah. it's the incredible yeah the reason i'm saying granny smith apple because obviously i didn't want to interrupt and finish the sentence but it's almost like a baked apple mm -hmm. uh like a pie like a pie yeah, filling yeah yeah it almost tastes like pie filling like nice uh heavy sweetness but with that tart acidity that For i enjoy sure. yeah. yeah yeah this is um i mean this is this is uh, a short little pre-launch sample that we received mm -hmm. um, from our friend Scott Rayo. <laughs> um, yeah. He, uh, yeah, it's uh, his new coffee brand called Prodigal Coffee, um, and wow, uh, we cupped it just now, and it's um, let's just say it's phenomenal. Yeah, and it's uh, it's yeah, a banger it's of a both of a coffee and of a roast, yeah. and. Um, the sweetness, the complexity, the co this is just like we were talking before. This is the coffee that we dream of, yep. and maybe not dream. Maybe that's too big to no, say. No, but but it's so. like it's like the ideal coffee that you drink, and you're like you're you're just satisfied. You're yep. like yes, something juicy and big yep. and nice. I don't know. I I'm stoked. This to, is like to, a fancy daily driver. Yeah, I mean it's a really fancy yeah. daily driver. So. But I what but what I mean by that is that it's complex, it's intriguing, it's exciting, but it's not this like over the top quote unquote boozy natural that you can only like taste and sniff a few sips and you're kind of done. At least for this is completely personal, okay? Not saying anything and negative. I, listen, but. I I agree. I think this is what draws me so much to this coffee as well, is that it's mm. it tastes clean, it's washed. Dang, that was excellent. And it's it's just bursting with flavor and nuance, and it has this mm -hmm. rich sweetness that I just can't get over. 
and it's y'all um i think they're launching any day now um but if you can get your hands on prodigal coffee mm-hmm. um please do you yeah. just won't regret it like i this is the first time I'm, i've had it and it's already yeah. Im- impressing me so i mean considering um, it's your first time is it too early for me to say that prodigal may be my favorite roasting company of 2023 is that too bold of a prediction no, I'm, I'm not going that far i'm not oh, going no. that far oh okay. I, okay I need to cut, try a couple more yeah it's uh no i don't i don't want to overhype something and then have to take my words back. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, okay, I'm okay. gonna wait. Fair, fair, fair wait. enough. But let's just say they're off to a good start. <laughs> um, so yeah, this is a very tasty treat. Oh. Um, definitely could go a little finer. Probably will taste would taste mm-hmm. even better. But we just cupped it and it was phenomenal. So nice. Speaking so, of uh, predictions for 2023, folks, really tasty coffees. <laughs> <laughs> Always. Yeah. So that's uh that's um i'm excited so anyways predictions for 2023 what mm-hmm. do you think what's what's the coffee what's the coffee yep. world do you think is is brewing up pun yep. intended uh, i mean one thing i've noticed is the home brewing community is expanding and i i don't think it's like ever stopped growing but what i see happening in 2023 is Folks are going to resort to brewing coffee at home more and more and more and more. And we're going to see a significant uh, change in how many folks are comfortable with brewing a V60 at home, let's say. Or even going as far as buying an espresso machine for home. I think in the last month, especially around this Christmas time, I've talked to way too many folks who are like, I just bought my first espresso machine. And I'm seeing that happen over and over again. But then also with that... We all know La Marzocco just dropped a new home espresso machine right before the holidays. The Micra, right? Yeah. Is that it? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm picking up on those things and I'm seeing the response. So I think in 2023, it's just going to be bonkers. We're going to see way more people brewing coffee at home. For sure. I think there's a couple things that, um, that are coming to mind that agree with you 100%. You know, number one... Um, I spend quite a lot of time on social media and I try to, I try my best. It's hard to beat the algorithms. (laughs) They'll feed you what you, what you want to see. But, um, even stepping outside of the coffee circle, I'm seeing very interesting, like short little, like bougie trends of like buying a linear mini for your house. Mm -hmm. Um, and people in the comment section are like, Oh my gosh, that's what I want. Mm-hmm. What's this machine called? Like people don't even know what that it's a Lamarzoko Linea Mini. Like they they don't even know the name of him. Mm-hmm. But the trend and the the image and the brand of having this machine at home that's elegant, that's beautiful, that's this just it's like a work of art. It's like a piece of very beautiful furniture right. that sits in your house. But it also can brew espresso and i know that sounds weird but there's a there there's a growing audience for that yep and yep. um i think that's not like i i'm not gonna underestimate that mm-hmm. i think a lot of people are gonna um are gonna dive into that yep. whether it's for the brand to feel a little you know bougie or whatever it is but i think people are really really looking into that yep. um number two i think 
you know, uh, very interesting. I was looking at our YouTube analytics and I'm, I'm, I'm just, I've just been kind of looking at, it, especially nowadays because we have a, we have a pour over tutorial on YouTube. Um, I think it's over like a hundred thousand. And I know Kyle, if you're listening to this, I know that's nothing. James, <laughs> I know this is nothing. Lance, I know this is nothing, but yeah. So cut me some slack. Um, but, um, it's performing really well, but something I notice is around Christmas time, the views on that video spike yep. pretty substantially. And why is because people are getting V60 brewers for the first time ever as yep. Christmas gifts. And that's phenomenal. And the fact that they're looking for a tutorial means that they don't know what they're doing. Right. So these are people that, yep. you know, grandma saw the brewer somewhere or mm-hmm. they might've heard something. It's, it's like, it's that faint. It's not like, yeah. Oh, he's a barista and, um, yeah, you know, he works in coffee, so I'm going to give him a brewer. No, 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 they, they're not looking for tutorials. Right. And so even like our comments for under that video, I've been increasing over the last week of people are like, Hey, is it three minutes and 30 seconds brew time? Or is it 320 grams? Or how do I do this? Yep. And people are like, I'm, people are excited to try something. And to me, that is unreal. Yeah. That that's a very organic uh human behavior analytics straight from the front. And you just you just cannot argue with that. Yeah. And that means it's growing in popularity, which is a huge win. Um but the third one, and I think you can maybe uh share a little bit of insight. I think uh not to be doom and gloom, mm-hmm. but the reality is there's a good chance that there's gonna be a recession coming up soon. And with recession usually we change habits mm-hmm. with how we what we buy. And yep. so, uh, I think it's going to play a big role. Yeah. I, I again, like I don't want to exaggerate here, but I will probably make this sound worse than it will be for sure. Um, I, I think the spending habits are going to change even more than COVID, but I think they're just going to be for a shorter period of time. I think there's going to be like crunch time when people are going to have the shock where like, oh, you know, I need to uh, brew coffee or experience coffee differently because of my financial situation. So it might not be as long as, you know, COVID was like a year plus of people's like different lifestyle Mm -hmm. change. But I think what we're going to see is because of that, people are just going to brew more coffee at home, specifically with cheaper ways like the V60 Mm -hmm. and doing filter coffee. Batch brew maybe is going to become more prominent. But I think within that, it's also very interesting. Uh, Jimmy, uh, Jimmy, the barista, our friend, um, if you don't follow Jimmy, you should follow Jimmy. Content is beautiful. It's smart. It's funny. Jimmy does a great job with that said he had a very uh interesting video I don't remember exactly which one where he talked about the breakdown of what it costs to brew coffee at home and how much that would you know in comparison to going to a cafe and I think people are going to catch up catch up on, on on that and be like oh I can actually create a decent cup it's still I enjoy this cup at home mm-hmm. And I don't have to go into a cafe because money is tight. And maybe the cafe experience is going to change a little bit. Mm -hmm. Like I said, I don't think this is going to be like all of 2023, but I think all of us are going to experience that at some point in 2023 where we're going to choose the home coffee experience over the cafe. And I'm saying this because I also work in a cafe. Like, And my hope is that more people go into a cafe. I'm not saying this like 
from discouraging people to go to a cafe. I'm just realizing that finances are going to be tough. So people are going to try to see where they can cut and stuff like that. Yeah, I think that's that's going to be reasonable um, and might be good in many ways. Mm -hmm. um, because I think to a certain extent, maybe people might get more creative as to yeah. how can I better the experience at home, which might you know, lead somebody down a rabbit trail of right. YouTube videos or of intrigue, um, mm -hmm. into specialty coffee or whatever that, you know, whatever that looks like. So, um, that's going to be interesting. Um, I think on top of that, uh, I think there's something to say for automation. Yeah. And I think that's another thing that I think I would agree and predict is going to come into the future because, um, I think the biggest right now, um, the biggest friction point right now, I think in brewing a tasty cup of coffee is that it takes too much energy and under knowledge and like skill to get a decent cup mm -hmm. that's tasting good. Like I know many of us, you know, listening to this podcast are like, dude, what's, what is brewing a V60? Well, for a lot of people, that's overwhelming. That's a lot. Yeah. And why did it come out sour this time and came out bitter this time? And, mm -hmm. What, why do my swirl? Like, there's a lot of questions that need to be juggled. And so I think automation like the X bloom, um, I think, um, uh, will really drastically change that when you can show up and with little effort, get excellent results. Mm -hmm. I think that's a game changer. Yeah. I mean, the ratio of six is also a slight example of that. It's not necessarily like, For sure. yeah you know, the extremes of uh, automation, but the simplicity in brewing coffee on the ratio with one button mm -hmm. um, and getting great results was already a predictor that that could potentially happen on a bigger scale. And one, I think from a cafe experience, when uh, we moved from Estrada or Narrative moved from Estrada in Bellingham to a uh, Linea Mini with uh, scales built, built in, it cha it's completely changed the way I function behind bar. Yeah. Um, not only am I able to make more drinks, what it allows me to do is focus and have a conversation with a guest or a friend or someone in the cafe or even one of the other baristas. Like mm -hmm. I'm, I'm able to interact more. Um, and of course, it's not like I'm not paying attention to what I'm doing in my puck prep. I'm still paying a lot of attention to the coffee making process, but it's relieved some unnecessary things like starting and stopping a yeah. scale. Um, in the, in the like automation on that machine is so incredible. It's probably much better than me starting and stopping a shot by hand. It's so accurate. Um, and then same with the grinders that grind by weights, that's been a life changer. Like that was my first time working with a grind by weight in the last eight months, like a narrative. Mm -hmm. And I'm completely blown away. Like the accuracy, but also it just takes one thing off of my mind that I don't have to worry about it. And I can continue to interact with guests. So that's, that's also going to impact the cafe experience. Yeah. I think that's the hope is that's the, that's where it goes is mm -hmm. like when, it's not there to just simply replace people or replace things. Mm -hmm. It's just to loosen up some of your brain space mm -hmm. and make the experience more streamlined and frictionless mm -hmm. um, in areas that 
right now are causing a lot of friction, even though we don't, we're not, we don't think about them as yeah. friction because they're, they're second nature, you know, um, even like, you know, Breville released, uh, a newer version of their Breville barista express. So their lower tier machine, uh, where it has the grinder, you can grind into it, but now it has, uh, I think a puck prep puck press inside the machine. Oh, okay. So, and the concept there was like they were saying how in their videos, which is crazy. I think Breville does a really good job at or taking something overcomplicated and communicating in a way that makes uh, the person listening feel like they understand. Right. Um, but something they said was that hey, your pu- your puck prep puck prep mm-hmm. is one of the, is a really important part of getting a tasty shot. And they're like, hey, this new machine was made. Uh, with that in mind, so that that so that you can make less mistakes in the process and enjoy a tastier shot of espresso. Mm-hmm. To me, I was like, yes, that's profound. When yep. you can get a very budget machine to grind and tim for you, and then if you know hit the two shots, it goes and stops for you, right. and it's yeah. decent. A game changer. Come on, for sure. Yeah, and also Come to on. piggyback off of the first prediction. I think when cafe owners start realizing that people want to come into a cafe for more than just a cup of coffee, because they may have, you know, I, I, I know a lot of home baristas that come to narrative, but they still come to narrative. Yeah. And my question is like, why? Yeah. You have a decent, you have a niche, you have all the little tools that you need to make. Why do you keep, well, it's the social interaction. And I think even more in 2023, if cafes haven't grasped the idea that the goal of a cafe is hospitality and quality coffee is still part of hospitality, but it's that's not the main reason that our people are coming in to a cafe, then I think this year you're going to see more cafe owners and more cafes tap into that. And therefore, like automation is going to become a very important part towards allowing for even better hospitality. Yeah. Did you... Uh you mentioned you listened to one of Gary V's video on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you by any chance, was there a guy like a chef out of New York that was on there on the episode? No, uh, maybe, maybe not. I listened to a Simon Sinek yeah. one with a okay. chef from New York. Anyways, there's, um, Oh, that's the same chef. I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, yeah. um, yeah, I don't, I, I think there's a lot of room for cafes to grow in that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's because the difficulty there is that they're not, it's, there's not enough automation that can mm-hmm. allow that to happen. Um, and for those listening, um, I'm just going to do it in a, in a very small, in a nutshell story. So anyways, uh, the chef was telling a story of how um, he owns like a pretty high end restaurant in mm-hmm. New York and he had, um, and he is known for insane hospitality. That's what brought him on the map, like right. next level. Anyways, he uh, he was um, in the restaurant and overheard some some oh, guests. Yes, hot. Uh, who yeah, yeah the, who overheard some guests saying, "Man, this is their last day to uh, uh-huh. on their touristy trip in New York," and the only the thing that they're bummed about is that they, ne- they didn't get a street hot dog. Yeah, um, like one of those concession stand hot dogs. Yeah. and so they they were kind of bummed about that, but they were also pretty stoked about the whole trip. And um, they're sitting in the restaurant having that conversation. He overhears it. 
and I think you can correct me if I'm wrong, but he actually to go above and beyond and make this extremely memorable. He goes out, finds a hot dog on the street, buys it, and then brings it back yep. and serves it in his restaurant along with and everything else it. they ordered. Yeah, and plates yep. it. Yeah, yep. I think they like. Yeah, they did like some kind of special presentation. Yeah, and they he literally told them that hey. I mm-hmm. just wanted to make your experience memorable in New York and yep. I didn't want you to leave without it. Yeah. And that was like, they shared it. They talked about it. It created like a big buzz, but that's insane. When I heard mm-hmm. that, I, I, I literally could, it, it, it blew my mind yep. on another level. And I'm like thinking, man, like how do we do that at, you know, in a cafe, how mm-hmm. do we do provide that kind of insane service that, is not logical, is not reasonable, is maybe even to the business people, you know, business money, ROI negative, mm-hmm. but it creates an insane ripple effect that's way more powerful than we are. And so that was really inspiring. Anyways, that all to say, like, um, I think it's something we've mentioned on the podcast before, uh, and it's still I've yet to see an experience. Yeah, 100%. Uh, yeah, that that really sums up why I think automation is going to take off in 2023 on another level. It's mm-hmm. already been growing, but I think it's going to be way more common and way more prominent. For sure. For sure. Well, that's good uh, stuff. I like it, dude. Yeah. I'm stoked. This gets me hyped. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, the last, the last, I think prediction that I have, Serge, you can, uh, you can argue with me on this one, but uh, <laughs> I, I honestly think, um, I think with the up, of social media and content sharing um i think i think actually there's going to be more coffee content creators around the world Mm. Uh, and and i think it's not just coffee content creators um what what you know you and i are used to that's you know you make a pour over you teach people a recipe or teach people about water uh you know chemistry or stuff Mm -hmm. like that which is what we're seeing from like folks like lance you know um I don't, I, I'm not just encapsulating that into there because I think, I think, um, the more that coffee becomes cultural and a regular part of our culture, the better it is for everybody. Mm-hmm. And I think that the more awareness that we have about coffee across the chain everywhere mm-hmm. is going to benefit us all. Now, whether or not we want somebody to drink, you know, specialty coffee or specific kind of coffee, right. that's a different story. But I even even we in the industry will benefit from everybody knowing more about coffee because the more normal that it can be, the more the less crazy it'll be for people to see somebody weighing out their beans at home to pull espresso. I don't know. Sure, I mean, I I like I just don't want to agree with you on this, and I think it's a matter of fact. What because. I am getting more and more bored with coffee content. And I think part of that is because I, it's the same voices and not in a negative way, but I love those voices. I respect those voices, but I'm not like hearing new voices. So it's hard for me to believe that there's going to be like more content, but I think maybe I just need to reshape and you correct me here. Like maybe I just need to reshape my view on what it means to create coffee content because part of that. I'm also not like super hyped on, there's a few 
TikTok accounts that are like going viral right now, the whole trend of one person started it, they went viral, and now everyone is starting an account with pouring black coffee and cream, and it has a message on a glass. And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. I'm like, hey, dope. That's a, like, that's, a, that's, that's a great trend, by the way. No, I'm that's like, exactly yeah. why I don't don't follow those accounts because I'm like, I don't care. Like, uh, I think it's you know, fun. but and maybe that's the, that's the thing. It's like maybe it's gonna grow in a different way that I'm not like actively seeing or my algorithm isn't showing me. Um, so that might be it. And maybe that's true. I just like, I think part of me, and now I'm going to contradict myself here. Like I want new voices in the industry and maybe that's what you're, is that what you're talking about? I guess. I don't know. I think, I think the, the very fact that you're saying there's not enough voices is the reason why there will be more, you know, there will be more that comes. Um, and I think, um, man, I don't know. Um, I, I, I still think that there's not very many coffee content creators out there yeah. uh, that have coffee a big part of them. And I think people like Peter McKinnon have made that a little bit more, mm-hmm. um, a little bit no- more normal. They've normalized it. Mm-hmm. But I think, I, I, I think there's still just not enough for the big part that it plays in our culture and the increased fascination of being a home barista. Um, I, I, I just, I see it in, in the weirdest places like on TikTok where it's just becoming a, a, a trend. It's becoming something cool. It's becoming mm-hmm. something hip to be able to do stuff like this. And I, th- I think that's cool. Um, but also, I, I also think that um, what we're used to in terms of coffee content, I think is going to change yeah, because there. there's only so many times you can make a V60 recipe yeah. video. That's the, that's the, that's the fact. And there's only so much that you can say about, you know, a specific grinder. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, if you're buying a new grinder every other week mm-hmm. and, you know, yeah. y- you will find something to talk about, but I think there's like this hidden, um, thing that has not yet been tapped into and discovered that mm-hmm. is yet to be tapped into and discovered mm-hmm. that incorporates both that's coffee heavy but incorporates actually a very personal aspect because once again, I'm a huge believer of that. We actually like the personality and the person behind certain things. That makes sense. This is why I think it's a little bit businessy, but I think this is why brand is much more powerful than marketing is because marketing says, Hey, buy this. Here's an ad. This is why you need it. Mm -hmm. That's coffee content. That's like, you know, a recipe or whatever. The brand, why brand is so powerful is because it gets people attached to a specific kind of, uh, so to speak, a, 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 a personality, a mm-hmm. persona. That is the brand. It's, it's a persona. It's what the character of the company, it's the what they stand for and all these things. I think that's what's missing is like gotcha. that, yeah. that personable um, experience where people are like, like, like the content, but they like the person just as much, yeah. if not more. And I, I think mean, that that yeah. makes actually things very interesting. I mean, I mean that that makes sense. I mean, I guess that's why I keep going back and listening to Lance every single time he drops a video. Yeah. Or you know Jimmy or Kyle, like, and I consider them like friends, but I don't really hang out with them outside of you know social yeah, media. Yeah, yeah. But they feel like yeah. friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think, there, I think there's something like interesting about like James Hoffman. 
mm-hmm. like some of the quirks that he has like, right yeah like um and with that i hope you have a great day like that little <laughs> yeah. that those quirky things like mm-hmm. i don't know if you saw the youtube channel hames joffman no it's like a parody off of james hoffman and it takes his <laughs> videos and recuts it into like the, the funniest things ever but wow. to me that yeah. and it's going viral like it's blowing up but to me that i'm like oh interesting yeah there's a reason that makes a lot of sense there's something about people that are like oh that he just has these quirks that are funny like either his hair that people yeah. laugh at or the sweaters that he wears yeah. which i will say i'm just gonna end this conversation here <laughs> that James has a very beautiful style. Yeah. I will say, <laughs> totally. if I could dress like yeah. him, that'd be wonderful. Okay, okay. I, I see what you're saying there. Um, I, I can agree with that. I think my bias is just me. That's the problem. Um, not necessarily the problem, but it's just a bias. Um, so, yeah, I'll, I'll welcome that. I'll take if there's, you know, more content creators rising up in 2023, uh, I might find something I like. We'll Apart see. from my regulars that I it, already consume. It's just... It's just uh, it's just a prediction. Who knows? Totally. That was a rant. Um, well, any last words? Uh, uh, here's to 2023. Is this the last episode this is, of 2022? This is airing two days, a day before New oh, Year's. Sick. New Year's Eve. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, so. folks, we'll see you next year. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was much, much needed. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Alrighty, man. friends. We'll see you guys next year. And uh, remember, as always, Even in the new year, reflect what's good.